0: Hello friends, thank you for listening to Heaven's Light on your Atlanta Catholic radio station, AM 1160 The Quest. I'm Annie Porter and I'm joined in studio by Steph Ike and of course, Father Jim Blunt from the Society of Our Lady of the Trinity. And we also have a few very special guests joining us this hour. So you're gonna be meeting them in just a few minutes. But first, we know all good things start in prayer. So Father Jim, would you lead us in a prayer?
1: Sure. Good afternoon, everyone. We love you and God loves you. Let's begin with prayer because prayer opens up the doors of heaven. Father God, we thank you for Jesus. Jesus, we thank you for the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, we thank you for the gift of music. We ask you today to show us more about the role of music in the Catholic Church and in our lives. We ask you to drive away from us any music that hurts us or depresses us, but to give us music that uplifts us and reveals to us the heart of your Son, Jesus Christ we love you lord bless everyone who's listening today and be with us through this broadcast and one day bring all of us to eternal life may mighty god bless those who are listening may he bless this broadcast in the name of the father and the son and the holy spirit amen
2: Amen. Thank you, Father. You know, this is going to be kind of fun today because Father's actually, we kind of decided at the last minute that Father's going to actually be more of the interviewer today. He's going to have a lot of his own comments, but uh, he's going to do some of the interview today, and we're really excited about that. Uh, But I did want to mention something before we kind of take off, and, and that's just to let you know, Father what kind of feedback we got from the last couple of shows that we did with uh, you and, and your brother, Father Tony Blunt, and having the Blunt Brothers in the studio was pretty darn <laughs> it was cool. Pretty cool. So we had them for two shows, and the feedback was amazing. People loved hearing the two of you and your stories, your vocation stories, the things that you shared with them and gave them guidance on topics, especially the Sacred Heart of Jesus. There were so many really good gems in those two hours. So thank you so much. I just want to share that with you that we got really great feedback for that. And thanks to all of our listeners for letting us know uh, how you felt about those two hours. Keep listening.
1: Thank you, Steph. Well, you know, whenever I'm in the studio, there is a gym in the studio anyway, (laughs) because my name is Father Jim. (laughs) But the the number one gym is Jesus, G-E-M. And we have two young gyms with us today. We have Alvaro and Murphy. And my friend Alvaro is actually known as Communion. He's a, a Catholic rap artist, and he's amazing. He actually rapped for Pope Francis at World Youth Day. It was amazing to see the Pope get up and dance when Alvaro started <laughs> wow. to sing. I love to get that footage, by the way. <laughs> yes. Alvaro, he's staging his communion. Isn't that awesome? And he, he does um, videos and, and songs about the seven sacraments and about the various aspects of the Catholic faith. This is so cool. Because why? The Catholic faith is the pearl of great price. So I love mm-hmm. it that Alvaro or communion is, is pulling it apart and making it easy and excitable for our teenagers. And we have Murphy with us again today as well. He's a beautiful young fellow, and he plays the guitar. And he has a song that was just released. It was on Spotify?
3: Yeah, it's on Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere where you can find music. It's wow. there.
4: What's the
1: name of That's the song?
3: Great. It's called I Feel Fine.
1: Awesome, dude. Maybe you, can, maybe you can sing a line or two for us later in the show. <laughs> we'll see. Okay. So there'll be a lot of, there's a lot of joy in the studio. There's a lot of hope. You see, mm-hmm. older people bring us wisdom. Younger people bring us hope. Mm. and we need both if you have hope and joy without wisdom you'll end up you know in a train wreck right if you have wisdom though without hope and joy you end up like half dead mm-hmm. so we need to bring the two together young people and older people together and i see part of the work of lucifer yes the devil's very very real part of the work of the devil is to divide our society and our culture in every way in a particular way He wants to divide our young people from their parents and from their forefathers this devil he's like the king of disunity the king of separation so it's good to be here in the studio with two young men who love the lord with a couple of older fogies like steph and i (laughs) (laughs) and with miss annie she's right in between (laughs) it's good to be here to bring unity again to to both age groups and i think both will be listening today we want to talk a little bit about the role of music in our culture, and the role of culture in our faith. Mm. We want to talk a little bit about what does music do to the human soul, to the young person's soul, and what is its purpose in the church and in our life. So let's begin now a little bit with Alvaro or communion. Mr. Avaro. Alvaro <laughs> actually lives with us in our community in Covington. We have such a beautiful anointed community, don't we, Al? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Very blessed. It's because we're not in charge. We have given total authority to Jesus and Our Lady. Amen. And they put together our community so beautifully. It's a community of homeschooling families. We have three priests who live there as well. And we have one internationally known hip-hop Catholic rock star as well. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) we want to ask you, Alvaro, you perform for the Pope. At you is Costa Rica? Panama. Excuse me, Panama? Panama. How was that? What it, was that like?
5: It was uh it was unreal. It was a beautiful opportunity and um, you know, definitely the biggest uh audience I've ever, you know, gotten in front of to sing and I had to pray a lot to like calm my nerves down. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it went well, thanks be to God, and I was able to um proclaim the gospel through my songs, so it was beautiful.
1: Well, let me ask you this, then, Al. You want to proclaim the gospel. Do you love the gospel? Yes, because I love Jesus. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And do all of your songs in some way promote the holy gospel and promote Jesus? Yeah, definitely. Um, that's
5: that's the the intention or the purpose of my music. It's to um, to bring youth, especially, to the feet of Jesus Christ. And so all of my songs are like, you know, biblically, biblically grounded or, you know, faith grounded.
1: Oh, I'm going to ask you a little personal question. Why do you love Jesus so much?
5: Well, he changed my life um, about a number of years ago. Um, actually, when I started doing music, I was making secular music with bad language. You know, I was making rap music and so influenced by the rappers of the day like Eminem. And so, but my life was, um, it was really in in the pits, like, I, I had a lot of depression and suicidal thoughts and, you know, all sorts of things. And when I encountered the Lord for the first time, He just changed my life. He, like, brought me out of that abyss, healed me, you know, completely gave me a new life. And so... I just want to, like, dedicate all my energy, all my talents to showing other people, you know, this is the truth, Jesus Christ. And and your life can change also if if you accept him into your heart as Lord and
1: Savior. Very good. So he's real to you, Jesus. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> he's your, your number one. Yes. He's your main man. Oh, yes. He's got your back. Yes. He's your music. Yes. He's your lyric. Yes. He's your everything. Yes, my oxygen. Hallelujah. Yes. Now, tell me for real quick, Al, what's the name of three or four or five of your songs? And maybe one that our kids could look up on the YouTube. Yeah. What are some of the titles? I
5: Believe is like the main one. It's the song about faith. Um, If you type in Communion, and I Believe, you can find it on YouTube. It's also on iTunes, Spotify, and all the digital. It's a great song. Thank you. Um, We
2: actually have a copy of that to play whenever you want to. So (laughs) what are some of the other ones that you...
5: Another one is called Smile. And it's a it's a very joyful and hopeful song. It's um basically showing us like why a Christian should never be you know sad or depressed because we stand on such great promises you know as as Christians where Jesus already suffered and died for us. He opened the gates of heaven for us. We're children of God. We're beloved. And so, you know, why should I go around with like a a mopey
1: face? You know, you reminded me of Saint Teresa of Avila. Yeah, doctor of the church. Yes, he said, "God spare the church from one more grouchy face saint." <laughs> yes. So you're renewing Teresa Avila in our Yes, time. Amen. So are you trying to say, Al, that teenagers then should not be grumblers? Is that right? That nobody, no Christian, should be Amen. A, a grumbler. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. So instead of complaining and grumbling, what should we be doing with our lips, with our mouths? Rejoice, mouth? rejoice, and praise the Lord. Yes, and look for the good yeah. in one another too. Yes. Yes. Definitely. and even in our ancestors we look for the good in them as well like Christopher <laughs> Columbus look right. for good in everyone oh yeah mm-hmm. amen oh, yeah. well I think that that Andy has one of your songs ready for us okay I believe okay let's listen to part of it sure
4: I believe in God. The Lord, the Almighty, who embraces the leper of society, gives sight to the blind with clay that he's spitting, and says, rise and walk, your sins are forgiven. I believe our mission is to care for the homeless, and bring the good news to all of the hopeless. It's our responsibility, not merely sage advice, and every poor person is the face of Christ. I believe in the one who gave his life on the cross, and redeemed humanity without counting the cost. I believe in the Bible, and everywhere that's written, and in the magisterium, and Catholic tradition I believe in Jesus who frees us from all diseases the one who came to teach us to love the neighbor thesis the one who came to free us and redeem us from our sins if you love Jesus put your hands up in the air and sing I that Jesus is the way of well, the galaxy I believe this human race can start to see better days. We only place our faith in the Lord and change our ways. But let me tell you what I don't believe in. I don't believe in atheism as a valid reason. I don't believe in the redefinition of marriage. I don't believe in the right through which millions have perished. Babies are killed before reaching the carriage. Moral values nowadays are being disparaged. I believe that only love could overcome hatred and bring us to respect. Human life, which is sacred. I believe we need to feed the poor and clothe the naked. Cause a life lived without loving is wasted. I believe that only only Jesus can wipe away our sorrow and heal the world for a better tomorrow.
3: I believe that Jesus is the way.
4: Deciding for himself, right and wrong is nonsense. I believe in the law written in our conscience. I believe in the return of Christ in glory and power. Stay away, cause we know neither the day nor the hour. Persevere in prayer and always be watchful. And labor for the gospel like an apostle. I believe that through Christ all things are possible. We can conquer evil and every obstacle to make the world a better place for the human race. Every nation giving God thanksgiving and praise, each man reflecting Christ in his face. With an undying charity and love that is chaste Man is a pilgrim on the journey of life Who only finds his purpose in Christ May the good Lord shine on us with a smile And help us get to heaven with the heart of a child
1: Steph, what do you think of that song?
2: You know, I like that song. Uh, you know, I'm like three generations older and from your target audience, and I really <laughs> like it. Uh, and as I was listening to it, I was thinking, you know, I wish that all the moms and dads because I think this has got a broader reach, mm-hmm. like even, you know, younger kids too, that I would love to be seeing all the moms or dads in the carpool line, picking their kids up from school and having this on in the radio. <laughs> and while their kids are captive, that they're all listening to it, you know, and after they've listened to it three or four times, what else has he got, mom? You know, <laughs> I think it's great. I think it's great. I've I love never it.
1: seen you move like that before. <laughs> She's dancing in the studio in her chair. I what? didn't
2: know I liked like rap that much? <laughs> I know.
1: See, Alvaro, he's, he's making rap beautiful, is what he's doing. Yeah. And beauty is a mark of God. God is beautiful. I've seen the evil one in my work as an exorcist, and he's mm. pretty darn ugly. <laughs> God is beautiful, <laughs> and Mary is beautiful, and now Amen. our Christian music should be beautiful. So it's, it's amazing, Alvaro, that God is using you to make rap into something beautiful. Praise the Lord. Mamma mia. <laughs> One question, practical question, Al. How can people um, get hold of your music, like DVDs, CDs, Internet? How can they get them for themselves and for their kids?
5: So they can go to, um, it's, the song is on iTunes and all the digital platforms, Amazon, MP3, Spotify. But also they can go to my website, communionhiphop.com, and they can buy the CD or the digital download f- directly
1: from me as well. Do you do concerts, by the way, like at churches and yes. parishes?
5: Yes, I do now. The quarantine kind of like shut things down for a while, but I'm hoping things will open up a little bit more now. But yes,
1: definitely. Man, I can't wait to hear your next song on the quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be pretty powerful. <laughs> we want to go to Murph now for a few minutes. Murphy, tell me again the name of your new song.
3: Yeah, it's called I Feel Fine. Uh, and I just released it on Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere where you can find music.
1: And... Can you tell us what's the theme of it? What's the idea behind it?
3: Yeah, so the idea behind it is a very personal experience of mine. Basically just it's a guy who ends one relationship and is kind of feeling really sad about it. Um, and he you know has he goes along he's not feeling great, but he has this he has this one day where he he feels fine. he feels great um, and he has a really good night and it's inspired by I was actually down in Florida um, with my family and i got accepted to net ministries ireland and i had to drive home on the 4th of july early from my family vacation to get all the paperwork done and so i ended up uh spending a lot of time with my family that night um, my extended family my cousins um and we had a great time we had a great night and i felt fine i felt great you know um and i actually remember humming the tune on the way up uh driving driving down uh 85 as one of the lyrics says um, in the song, so that's when it came to you. You mean, yeah, I was literally driving, and I just was humming this tune. I started writing the lyrics like right there, like in my, not while I was driving, obviously, but in my head, like just coming See. up with the lyrics. Yeah,
1: there weren't any lights flashing behind you, were there? No. Oh, good. <laughs> well, be very I, careful. I am
3: random, so no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, Murph, what would you say to a young person because you're touching something very important? Because our young people, um sometimes get caught up in their emotions. Mm. They're not always well-grounded in, in reason or in the faith. Mm. Our, our churches really have not reached our young people, I think, well enough or comprehensively enough, and our schools are failing to teach our young people real intellectual principles. And so what's left of them is emotions, mm. you see? And so what would you recommend to a teenager, boy or girl who's really down, like maybe the boyfriend or girlfriend broke up with them, but who knows what it is, How can they get out of that pit and not fall deeper
3: well in like a practical sense turn to the lord turn to friends and family and really you know at the end of the day just have have a good time like that we're christians like alvaro was saying earlier like nothing steals our joy we can be sad we can be distraught but at the end of the day nothing steals our joy
1: is there a prayer that you use when you're down like how do you reach out to jesus in your own way
3: to be honest, one way I do it is in writing music. Um, sometimes I'll just kind of play play guitar or piano in free praise, um, and I'll kind of just come up with lyrics and just talk to God and how I'm feeling. Um, other times, it's I'll just play Christian music. And either way, I just try and like kind of center myself and spend time in prayer with God.
1: Very good. So you know, part of what we're getting at is that music is a valid and deep and a very potent form of prayer, mm-hmm, and that we should not be ashamed to use music.
3: No, it, isn't it? Um, Saint Augustine says praying is sing, or singing is praying twice.
1: That's right. Mm-hmm. And we had we had a seminary meeting right Alvaro, a couple of days ago. Yeah, wasn't that fun? It was a lot of fun. Yeah, we had a home mass and then we had a rosary. Then we had pizza. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then we had, then we watched a DVD of Michael W. Smith. Yes, it yes. was awesome, wasn't it? Yeah, there was such joy, and it shows you that. Really, to really live the Christian faith, there's something musical about it and something joyful about it. Mm. And so, if the way you're living your faith is kind of a drudge, Mm. you're probably doing something wrong. Yeah. I would say buy some pizza, <laughs> get a Michael W. Smith DVD yeah. or maybe an Alvaro DVD or maybe a Murph <laughs> CD and start singing and dancing with your friends. Yes. You see, because yes. it's called the good news, right? And Jesus actually said this. Jesus said, I've come that you might have joy and have it to the full. Mm. But you know, and I, I have to admit this, that sometimes I, I travel all over the country and all over the world and say mass in different places. Do you know that I've observed that in, in many churches and on Sunday, before the COVID and during the COVID, sometimes Sunday mass feels like a funeral mass. Mm. <laughs> it doesn't feel like, like we're celebrating the resurrection.
2: Uh-huh.
1: And so, boy, we need the ministries of these young guys, don't we?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, I want to ask you, Al, and I'll ask Murphy this question too. Um, how do you write your lyrics? Where do they come from? What's your process of writing a song?
5: Every song like has a different inspiration. I want to say ultimately it is the Holy Spirit, but God works through like different ways. Like sometimes it could be um, something that you hear, a Bible scripture that I read, you know, that inspires me, or like a comment that someone says. Um, sometimes even like seeing uh, a lack in the church, um, that kind of prompts me to write something or something that the world is going through, you know, so it just, there's different sources. That's
1: awesome. So there's a, a real creativity oh, involved. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm thinking of a quote from St. Maximilian Kolbe. You know, the man was a martyr, hmm. a courageous priest. He also was a genius, quite an intellect. But he wrote this. He said that love alone is creative. Hmm. Only love is creative. And that's why, the, you know, the devil can't even create one leaf on a tree. God made the whole universe. The devil can't even make one leaf. Mm. Mm. The devil has no love, you see? Mm. But we have love. And I'm, I'm sensing that's where these songs are coming from, your deep love for Jesus mm. and his deep love, the Holy Spirit, inside of you. Amen. Is that what that S means on your shirt where you have, like, a Superman shirt? That means Holy <laughs> yeah, Spirit, doesn't Superman. it? Spirit, yeah. There you go. All right. And by the way, I want to ask you this, you and Murphy both. What role, if any, does holy communion or adoration, Eucharistic adoration play in the composing of your music and your lyrics? Well,
5: I I want to say like everything springs from prayer for me. Like if I'm not praying, then my songs will I can write something that's like technically good, but it's not going to inspire anybody. It's not going to like Man. communicate God's anointing. So I've actually had songs where like I wrote it I showed it to like my friends and they're like, they gave me feedback. Like I didn't hear God's anointing in this. So I went back, I prayed oh. with it mm. and I went back and I like rewrote the whole song and like now it's there, you know? So, wow. You have real mm. friends. <laughs> yeah. That's good. You know,
1: <laughs> false friends will tell you it's good no matter what. You have real friends. Mm. Praise God. How about you Murph? What role, first of all, does this Holy Communion or adoration play or the rosary in the writing of your music?
3: So personally, a lot of my music, like all of the music that's going to be on this particular Spotify page that I said, will be more like the secular music, but it'll be inspired by my Christian life. And I'm not going to be afraid to speak out about my Christian life. So, um, however, I do plan to do a side project of Christian music. Um, and with my Christian music writing, being in front of the Blessed Sacrament is a huge part of it, in my opinion.
1: Now, it's a kind of a tricky question, but uh, being a Christian artist also in the secular field— What moved you, inspired you in that direction as well? Is there like a hidden purpose or reason for that?
3: Well, for one, like I know growing up, I didn't really listen to a lot of Christian music. Um, And it wasn't because it was Christian music. It's just because I felt when I lined them up like side by side with secular music, sometimes the production or the lyric writing or whatever, I felt like it lacked in some way. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes I felt like Christian music was a little more like, yeah, just lacking in some Mm -hmm. musical aspects. Um, Of course, right now in this current society we're in, even though, you know, you see this drifting society, you do also have this Christianity um, in music that's new, like a really good production, um, really good lyrics. And you see this like new birth of music with Christ in the center.
1: So, you know, what I hear you saying is that when we do things for Jesus, do it well. Mm -hmm. Don't give him something like Mm half-baked. Don't be second-rate. Let's be so high quality that the secular artists go running after us, <laughs>
3: mm, just, yeah. just
1: reverse the whole thing. 100%. Because we, we serve the best yes. and we have the Holy Spirit and we have Mary praying for us. Yes. There's no reason why we can't be the leaders. Oh, yeah. Amen. And Now I got to ask Mr. Murph another question about the Net Ministries. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, what impact did that have on your life and your music?
3: Well, a huge impact for one, living in another country for a year, definitely a lot of songwriting inspiration there, a lot of experiential stuff um, that just comes along with that naturally. But being on a mission year for a year now that's a whole other thing, especially with Christian music um and anywhere where I want to share a part of my life it's now a part of my story as a human being it's a part of my story, so. Whether it's about you know a Christian song or a secular song, it's now a part of my life, and it's something I can put into my music.
1: Would you recommend it to other young people listening right now? That- yeah,
3: 10 out of 10, 100%. Um, like My year had COVID right in the middle of it, and yeah. it threw everything off, but it was still fantastic, and I would still do it again. Amen. And I see the blessings that came out of coronavirus, which is a little controversial to say, but I see the blessings that came out of it.
1: Hey, it's, it's the Word of God. Absolutely. Right? Romans eight twenty eight. All things work together for the good of those who love the Lord.
3: All things. Amen. COVID Amen. ain't
1: nothing. God, God will crush COVID soon enough.
3: Ain't no thing but a thing. <laughs> <laughs> we need to pray more.
1: And that's why my brother and I are going to start this 54-day Rosie Novena across the country to ask the Virgin Mary to crush this COVID, among other things, and even to crush the violence Mama and Jesus have the power to bring good out of darkness. Mm -hmm. There's no darkness that's bigger than God's power to bring light out of it. Mm -hmm. Amen? Amen. Mm -hmm. That's probably what your music is doing. It's like shining a light in the darkness. Before I forget, Murph, how would a young person um, join Net? What would he do? in a nutshell
3: yeah so first if you're gonna do net you have to decide what country you're going to they're in u.s they're in canada they're in australia they're in uganda there i think they're in south africa now and they're in ireland um i cannot more recommend wait i cannot <laughs> recommend more ireland i loved my experience there it was fantastic um if you're interested in Doing that, then just look up the website. I know Net Ministries for Ireland is netministries.ie because mm-hmm. they're in uh, the EU. So netministries.ie and just fill in your name in the little thing because it's right on the front page. It says if you're interested, fill in your information and they'll get back to you really quick.
1: And I'm wondering to ask Alvaro or Communion, have you been serving in other countries as well? Um,
5: well, last year when I went to World Youth Day in Panama, that was like my first um, international like outing mainly like my ministry has been you know in the u.s um and i did have two invitations um to central american and south american countries for but then COVID hit and so you know those things got postponed so hopefully they'll invite me again you know after this blows over
1: how about virtually I mean, anything on computer with oh, other countries? definitely
5: definitely yeah yeah, what's
1: one or two countries you've been? Even like in the last few weeks.
5: In the last few weeks, um, Italy. I had an a, an event for the youth uh, in Italy, and I wrapped the the Italian version of I believe Credo in Dio. Wow. I also oh, wow. have it in Spanish, Creo en Dios. And um. I gotta be honest
1: with you. Now I'm getting hungry. Just by mentioning Italy, I'm getting hungry.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm this part Italian. Can smell the pizza. Or yeah. <laughs>
1: And
5: um, also uh, Colombia. Um. Gloria Dios. <laughs> viva Cristo Rey. Amén. Que viva. Amen. Viva la Virgen. Que viva. Viva San Jose. Que viva. Viva
1: la Iglesia Católica. Que viva. Alleluia. 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 Praise the Lord. How much Amen. time do we have, Miss Annie?
0: It's actually time for a break, guys. Okay.
1: <laughs> Perfect timing. Yes. Holy Spirit.
0: Yes, exactly. You're listening to Heaven's Light on your Atlanta Catholic radio station. Stay tuned. The quest presents pro-life minutes think of the most famous unplanned pregnancy mary a poor unmarried teenager accepted god's will for her life her unplanned pregnancy brought us the savior of the world just as mary said yes to life the mothers of tim tebow beethoven nick cannon and jp2 all rejected abortion for their child yet all of them have impacted the world through their lives to the families feeling burdened by an unplanned pregnancy have faith in god's plan all babies are made in the image and likeness of god let every child be born for the birth of every child changes the world let's show the world that every life matters by speaking up for life at every opportunity for more homegrown wisdom visit TheQuestAtlanta.com.
3: Hi there, I'm Dr. Greg Popcheck,
2: And I'm Lisa Popcheck from More to Life.
3: The COVID-19 situation has affected us all, including your local Catholic radio station.
2: We need your help to make sure this vital missionary work continues. No gift is too small.
0: Together, we can make a difference.
3: Please make a donation to support the work of this station today. Thank you, and God bless.
0: Donate at thequestatlanta.com. Please join us in a parent's prayer to St. Monica.
2: St. Monica, patron of Christian mothers, we entrust to your protection the children whose names you can read in our hearts. Pray for them that they may be granted strength to combat weakness. Give them victory over temptations, guidance to resolve their doubts, and success in all their undertakings. May they enjoy health of mind and body, see beauty and worth in all created things, and serve the Lord with firm faith, joyful hope, and enduring love.
0: Amen. you're just joining us you're listening to heaven's light on your atlanta catholic radio station am 1160 the quest i'm annie porter and i'm joined in studio by steph Ike, father jim blunt alvaro vera and murphy givens so we've been talking about music and how powerful it is and just a beautiful prayer that it is so steph
2: yeah that's true that's true And Father, you've, you know, kind of brought us to a point over the last half hour to really see how young people creating this kind of music can be lifting us up and providing hope to a lot of our young people. Is this where you think we're going, Father?
1: Well, yes, but I would say something more. There was once a book written by a Protestant theologian, it was a good book, and it said, your God is too small. That was the name of the book, Mm. Your God is Too Small. So I would say, don't put any limitations on God. Mm. He's mind-blowingly explosive, creative, and beautiful. We're just getting started. There's no limit to what he can do. And the Lord says the only reason why we haven't conquered the world yet is we haven't prayed enough. Mm. If we open up our hearts in prayer and let God move through us, who knows what will come next? Mm. So I wouldn't put any limits on it. This is very good. And I would advise Murphy and Alvaro both that to pray more, to pray mm-hmm. at least two holy hours or three every week minimum, because God will take your platform to a much higher level. Mm-hmm. You want to become saints. You want to minister as saints. Uh, you know, John Paul actually said this one time. I thought it was the most amazing quote from a pope. He said, it, is, it won't be various programs that save the church and save the world. He says, programs don't do it. They might be nice. They might be cute. They might be good. He said, only saints save the world. Only Ah. saints. Mm -hmm. So we want these two young men to become saints and by their music to inspire other young people to become saints. And who knows, there's not put any limits on it. We're getting started. God will take it to where it's going to go. But we're going to settle for nothing less. I think I have their hearts on this. We're going to settle for nothing less than this, that every human heart falls in love with Jesus Christ and that every human being will be saved. That's our goal for the whole world to worship God. Amen? Amen. Nothing less than that. The world belongs to God. It does not belong to sin. God made the world. He died for the world. The world belongs to Him. We're going to work until every single human being loves God and loves Jesus. Mm. Amen? Amen. Whatever it takes, God will show us what to do. Yeah. God throws a mean curveball. In other words, he, He can surprise us. He's a serendipitous. He is the God of serendipity. He has little surprises for us all the time. So if this is good, let's keep it going. And we'll ask everyone, in fact, I want to say one Hail Mary right now. All of us who are listening, would you say a Hail Mary with us in the studio? That God would anoint these two young men and other young artists to rise up in spectacular ways. That when they sing, people are even healed of cancer when they sing miracles happen right in their shows let's ask god to raise them up and raise other new young people to reach the world for jesus because only jesus is worthy we pray now with his mother hail mary full of grace the lord is with thee blessed art thou amongst women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb jesus holy mary mother of god pray Pray for for us sinners sinners. spread Spread the effect effect of of grace grace, of thy flame of love over all of humanity humanity, now and at at the the hour hour of our death death. amen Amen. it's it's exciting to be a christian
2: it really is
1: do you know stuff what i tell people around the world you know i say is your life boring (laughs) if it is you're not following jesus christ Uh i'm sorry Uh because he's got a white horse waiting for you if you're following you're on a white horse and he's taking it off yeah, it's Amen. quite an adventure, right? When yes. you're in love,
2: when you're in love with Jesus. Yes. Definitely. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that it that's a really good point. It totally changes your outlook. And I'm just wondering if you I feel like talking at all about about the academic world today, our schools and where our young people are because I know the whole time, you know, today we kind of thought we would talk about young people and motivating them through music um what do you what do you think father do you, you know, do you think our academic culture is kind of moving to a place that's concerning it, it seems to me that a lot of us out there would agree that there's some things we're very concerned about today you know schools and universities are actually kind of threatening to the American family and how would you address that father what are some of your thoughts on that
1: well I mean, first thing this in consideration of our own beautiful country is We look at Yale University and all the Ivy League schools. They started as seminaries. They were all Christian schools. And then secondly is this amazing thought from Thomas Aquinas and from the church. What is the purpose of education? What's the purpose? The purpose of education is to lead us to God. That we've been given the gift of reason so we can discover God in creation and one another, and especially through his revealed word. And so our educational system is entirely off course. It's like a missile being shot at one point and it's curved around and hit right back down to the ground. It's not leading our people anywhere. It's lost its vertical dimension. Mm -hmm. It's all horizontal. And so our education has betrayed our people. And my good brother Father Anthony mentioned a week or two ago, how really when he experienced public school for a while, it was a form of child abuse. He experienced a form of child abuse, and I will never, ever forget, once in Covington, because I I work with a lot of teenagers and college kids and high school kids, a teenage boy was brought to me by his mother, and he was crying in my office, and you know what he told me? To me, it was simply reprehensible, but this young man told me that in his math class, in Atlanta, in his math class, the teacher was teaching and promoting atheism. In the math class! This is incredible. Yeah, The Bible says this about that. It says, the fool says in his heart, there is no God. Mm -hmm. So we become really foolish as a nation. We are foolish. And we've educated our children really to be foolish. The purpose of education is to learn who God is, to learn my origin and my destiny. My origin is God the Father. My destiny is heaven. And so education teaches how to think well. Mm -hmm. and how to appropriate from, even from creation, the little signposts and the fingerprints of God. Mm -hmm. So, yes, it's become a huge problem, and I want to throw this to the two young men because they're even closer. It was starting to get bad when I was there, it was starting to get bad. Now it's atrocious. Mm -hmm. So let me ask Murphy first, because you came right out of school not too long ago. Tell us, Murph, what's your experience of, of education, both public education and even private education here in this area?
3: Well, honestly, I can't speak too much to public education. Um, I was home, hybrid homeschooled, so I can speak to more to the private education. No but... wonder you're so happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I get it. Yeah. No, like at my school, like I can definitely see the difference. Like at my school, I was taught, um, you know, not only I would say more broad history, like ancient history, but I was taught the history of the church throughout it. Which I think also just in general as a Catholic brings a lot of peace. When you see where the church has been, where it is now, it's a little less intimidating, right? It's like if you know, you see things happening in the church and you're like, Oh, what where what time are we living it? Well, it's it's all happened before. Yeah. Take a deep breath and God know that God's in control, the Holy Spirit's in control, and He's protected the office of the church in this uh in this world. Um but You know, I think I see the difference in the way I've learned, the way I've learned to use reason, and the way, um, you know, other curriculums do not, like, they don't promote um, even creative thinking. It's more textbook, like, learn this, learn this, learn this. If you don't believe this, then you're wrong. Yeah, and it's all (laughs) groupthink. It is a lot of groupthink. It's a lot of that cancel culture we see, too. If someone's outside the box, they kind of get shoved outside the box. Yeah. Which yeah. isn't
1: creative, which is, is not intelligent either, no, no, and it's, it's not, not charitable.
3: It's not. It's none of those things. Absolutely.
1: Have you ever noticed that that true reason, true thinking always leads to love? Mm-hmm. True rationality will lead me to love. If I have a way of thinking that, that leads me to hate God, the Catholic Church, my brother, or a small businessman, or to hate my ancestors, that type of thinking that leads to hatred is not from God and it's not authentic. There's an error in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. The God of truth gave us the gift of reason to lead us to the truth and the greatest truth is love. Mm. authentic reason leads us to love. Alfred, what would you say about this education today with our teenagers and our young people?
5: Yeah, I remember like um growing up in school like they pushed evolution on us and I remember as a kid in my science classes like that never jived inside of me. I was always like kind of well how does this fit in with you know the book of genesis and they're teaching us that we came from like monkeys basically and um just
1: because your friend looks like a monkey doesn't (laughs) mean he came from a monkey
5: is that right exactly (laughs) okay thank you so it, it was it was really after i got out of school like much later when i started doing like my own research into all this and i discovered you know that it's completely false evolution we were created By God directly, Adam and Eve and all the human races come forth from them. That I began to like see how what you were saying the the education system is definitely
1: skewed, it's you know slanted, it's erroneous. Yes, I I want to say this too. Darwin himself wrote when you read The Origin of Species, he wrote in there that if after a (laughs) hundred. If after 100 years that scientists and anthropologists do not find the missing links, you know, the, the mid-forms of creatures, he says, it'll prove my theory wrong. Whoa. It's been more than 100 years. Whoa. None have been found anywhere in the world. <laughs> By his own words, it's a false theory. Mm. Wow. Isn't that interesting? And that's not promulgated at all. No, they don't teach that at all. <laughs> not at all. They're teaching a theory. It's, yeah. not, it's not a theory anymore. It's a disproven theory yeah. now. Yeah. They need to be more honest about yeah. this. There's an agenda here, you yeah. see. Mm-hmm. There's an agenda at work. Yes. It's been at work, I think, for at least 100 years. Yeah. I do, as I'm thinking about it, I want to recommend to everyone a DVD series that I came across. Is unbelievably beautiful it's 14 phds 14 doctors men and women both are on this series it's called is genesis history question mark huh. that's the name of the dvd now there's a whole series of them 14 phds and i'm telling you what their testimony is absolutely stunning by the end of the dvd you know that evolution excuse me but evolution is a joke mm. it's actually a joke scientifically and rationally. Here's 14 amazing scientists who prove it in every other way. And since this is a show in particular, we're for everyone, but this is a Catholic studio. I wanna mention Dr. Michael Behe. He's the greatest microbiologist in the world today. He goes to mass seven days a week Mm. and he homeschools his children. Dr. Michael Behe has written a book called Darwin's Black Box Mm. that anyone should read if you're interested in these scientific matters. But Dr. Michael Behe alone has proven that the theory of evolution is untenable. It simply doesn't work. That there are, are certain, um, you say, structures, even in the human cell, that cannot be formed by evolution, by mm-hmm. piece, by slow peace. So Michael Behe has shown that, in fact, scientifically, something else is going here. Human life is too complex. Mm. It could not have formed in the way that evolution describes by the way, there's a new DVD I just came across two months ago. I'm just now remembering. It's called The Principle. It's by another set of PhDs. The Principle has to do with the Copernican Principle and the Galilean Principle. And you know, many years ago, say during the Renaissance, that we supposedly learned from Galileo and others that the earth you know, revolved around the sun. The sun did not revolve around the earth. The heliocentric principle. Mm-hmm. And when that happened... It, it opened, you might say, um, a hornet's nest mm-hmm. so that now it, it seemed to say that the Bible was incorrect. There's certain scriptures that talk about everything revolving around the earth. So now the Bible can't be true, you see. And so the earth revolves around the sun and there's like a million, there's a million gal- solar systems in the galaxy and the universe. So we're just one little planet and one little galaxy, one little solar system. And the planet just happened to come about. And so you and I on the planet... We are even more of an accident. It has led directly to atheism and despair, depression, and misery, even to suicide, these kinds of thoughts. Are you aware in the last five years that scientists, scientists have found three new variables in the universe? And it's so profound, they're afraid to share it publicly, Hmm. but they're starting to know because they're being attacked But there are three new variables that are proving that there is a line across the entire universe, a horizontal plane, that cuts through the equator. It cuts through exactly our planet. Our planet appears to be, now they've found two more, there are three scientific measurements that are now proving not the sun, the Earth is the actual center of the entire universe. Wow. This is not even getting out yet. Because they're being persecuted for even saying it. But isn't that interesting how God has turned this whole thing around?
2: That's fascinating.
1: Yes. True science will always support true faith. There is fake religion and there's fake science. But true science will always support true faith. And the true faith really is the Catholic faith is the love of Jesus Christ. That's the true faith. Mm -hmm. This earth is the center of the universe. And you and I are the center of the earth because God loves us, amen. Amen? amen? Aren't we blessed?
2: We are blessed.
1: I can't wait for the victory that's coming, <laughs> when the church will be renewed and science will be renewed. Yes. We'll yes. have authentic science for the first time. Yes. Hallelujah.
2: You know, we've just been talking about how kids are learning new things today and, and what, what's smart for kids to be knowing now. What, what are they learning that we would like to get involved in and when we see signs that things aren't always right but just now you taught us something that i'm like taking notes on the names of uh of uh, dvds to look up and so even as adults we're learning new things and it's interesting to to for all of us to be exploring this to share it with our own kids so
1: yes we can't put god in a box that's right god is too expansive and he has hidden mysteries even in the world, in, the, in this planet, in the solar system, and in the Bible. There are pearls of great price waiting to be discovered. Mm-hmm. If we pray to the Holy Spirit, he'll let you find one too. You'll find one in the universe. Mm-hmm. But I want to read a scripture verse to all of us because we're a Protestant show, right? No, that's like We're Catholic. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I want to read a scripture verse, Psalm 102. Because we've got to start using our Bibles a little bit more, you see? Yes. (laughs) Yes. And that'll be our homework lesson today, right? After this show, everyone go to your shelf, take a deep breath, take that big fat book (laughs) off the shelf, and (laughs) (laughs) blow the dust off of it. That'll be your homework today. And open it up maybe to this psalm, Psalm 102. Okay. But this is amazing because halfway through the psalm, it talks about a victory that's coming. Oh, my gosh, there is a victory coming. And the psalmist, King David, says this, But you, O Lord, you will endure forever, and your name from age to age. You will arise, and you will have mercy on Zion, for this is the time to have mercy. Yes, the time appointed has come, for your servants love her very stones, and are moved with pity even for her dust. The nations shall fear the name of the Lord. Russia will, China will, Taiwan will, North Korea. The nations will fear the name of the Lord and all the earth's kings, your glory. When the Lord shall build up Zion again. Zion is a phrase for the church, for his people. When the Lord shall build up Zion again and appear in all his glory. This is what's coming. Something great is coming. And Alvaro and Murphy are part of this this new generation that needs to arise. We can't wait. St. Louis de Montfort spoke about a group of teenagers who will arise, a group of youth, in the final days. We don't mean the end of the world. We mean the end of an era. A group of young people who arise filled with the Holy Spirit. They will become the greatest saints in the history of the world. These new ones are rising. And he said they will be holier than all the other saints put together mama mia how does it feel al sign me up
2: (laughs) i think these two are already on the bus so mama mia
1: isn't that incredible yeah Yeah. this is the time you see this is the time and it it tells us in sacred scripture the infallible word of god look look, listen to this i'm going to continue let this be written not for now for ages to come let it be written for ages to come two two zero two zero twenty twenty This will be written for ages to come, that a people yet unborn may praise the Lord. For the Lord leaned down from his sanctuary on high. He looked down from heaven to the earth, that he might hear the groans of the prisoners, that he might hear the groans of the teenagers, and free those condemned to die. Amen? Amen. Amen. God is a good God. He always wins. This is the biggest battle in the history of the world. Thank God we're in it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't want to be a wuss to you. We don't want to be wimps. We're meant to be warriors. Every man, John the Baptist, every woman, Joan of Arc. We're meant to be warriors. I can't wait.
2: We're meant for this time. Hallelujah.
1: Yes. And there are gifts waiting for all of us, especially in the Eucharist. The gift for your future is hiding in the Eucharist. Go to the Eucharist, mass or adoration. There you will find your future. Mm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Now, I wanna go on, but I wanna ask Alvaro Murphy a quick question. Yes, and I'll throw it to you, Miss Dev Okay. Question is this Alvaro, how do we win the teenagers for God? How do we win them? How do we bring the victory to the human race? Oh my god. What can we do? Maybe one idea.
5: I mean, definitely, you know, as an artist I can say we have to transform the culture from our art, you know, that's one of the ways, you know, through through music, through film. You know, through video, we have to, like, transform the culture for Christ from within in that way. Because everything that the youth are being exposed to is from not just the secular side, but really the devil's side. And so their minds are being poisoned by the music that they're listening to, the shows that they're watching on Netflix, the videos that they're watching on YouTube. You know, they're being completely poisoned and oppressed and so we as, as Catholics and as Christians, we really need to step up to the plate. And and don't be afraid, yes, right? Yes, not be afraid. Pray for courage. Oh, definitely. And, you know, preach the gospel. Show forth the beauty of God through, through our talent, through our art.
3: Mm.
1: Very good. Amen. John Paul said that. He said you have to evangelize the culture. Because people, they learn from the culture what is or what isn't, supposedly. So you're right on target there. Murph, how can we win the world for Jesus? And how can we get the teenagers to rise up and become the greatest saints in world history?
3: Honestly, I think it comes down to uh like people who are being put on platforms living holy lives and being examples. Like right now, like I can't name a like I can't name a bunch of like celebrities who are living good holy Catholic lives and like are following all the church's commandments. I yeah. can name a bunch who aren't. <laughs> and I think, you know, at the end of the day, there's two Things that put you on a platform, God and the devil. I think it comes down to that. Like you're either on a platform for Him or not for Him. And so, like, which platform are you on? I think that's what it comes down to. Um, I
1: add something to that, Murph. And this is my observation. I believe that we all are on a platform, Mm. and that people are watching you and I every day. Even when you're sitting down at the McDonald's eating your cheeseburger, people are watching you. Like you gobble it down, you know, like a like a P.I.G., or do you eat it like a Christian with politeness and gratitude, you see? (laughs) How do you speak when you're eating your lunch? People are watching us all the time. We're all on a platform. And I think that really what I find in my life, the key is this. I have to be united with Jesus Christ. I've got to be one with Jesus. Mm -hmm. He may raise you up. I would say don't, don't try to have a platform. You already have one. Become one with Jesus and he will raise you up as you are faithful. Mm. We all have a platform, but we need the Lord Jesus to become one with him. That's the key to everything. Be one with Jesus, especially through the Eucharist and through the rosary. Mm-hmm. Steph, anything else you want to add to that or any last question?
2: I I loved this show. But one of the things that you mentioned earlier that I don't want to forget to bring up is that you have a project going on with Father Tony that you mentioned is a, a 54-day novena rosary, starting on the 15th. I just wanted to get some more information about that, so I think we should share that with our listeners.
1: See, my my little brother, Father Tony, is spearheading this, and I'm assisting him in this. But um, Father Tony was inspired to promote a a nationwide 54-day rosary novena to help quell the violence in Washington, D.C. and throughout the country and to bless the elections that are coming up. It begins on August the 15th and will end on October the 7th. From the Feast of the Assumption, it just so happens it exactly ends on the Feast of the Holy Rosary.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, perfect. We-
1: Christine uh, Christine Watkins is helping us on this project, and she just uploaded the video, I think, yesterday. So on YouTube, you go to Queen of Peace uh, Media. Mm -hmm. You can see the video, the first one we put out. It's mainly my brother talking. I'm just sitting there like a dummy. listening to him (laughs) and just just (laughs) praying as he's talking. But he's got a beautiful inspiration. We're going to release some more videos very soon. But on Queen of Peace Video, you can find it. We're also going to upload, we're making them right now, some three brand new videos of the rosary itself. We're going to have a different colored picture for each Hail Mary of the rosary, so you can pray the rosary with us in full color and pray with my brother and I on the video all 54 days. So that'll be coming up very soon as well.
2: That would be great. It would be great if a lot of our Quest listeners would participate in that. We'd see a lot of uh, the fruits of that happening right here in Atlanta, wouldn't we? Yes, yeah. yes,
1: indeed. The rosary is all-powerful. Mama Mary said to St. Dominic, Whatever you ask for through the rosary shall be granted to you. Mm. Whatever you ask through the rosary. Mm -hmm. Let's ask her to transform this country Mm. from violence to peace. And I would say from abortion to the respect and love for human life.
0: Amen. 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 What a powerful hour. Thank you, Father Jim, Alvaro, and Murphy for joining us this afternoon. And Father Jim, would you close us out with a prayer?
1: Sure. We're going to do the unity prayer. Okay. We love it so much. We didn't say it at the beginning, so we're going to say it now. It's never too late. Great. Would you say this after me, friends? Yes. My adorable Jesus. My adorable Jesus. May our feet journey together. May
3: May our feet journey journey together. together.
1: May our hands gather in unity. May our hands
3: gather in unity. unity.
1: May our hearts beat in unison. May our
3: hearts beat in in unison. unison.
1: May our souls be in harmony. May
3: our souls be in harmony.
1: May our thoughts be as one. May our thoughts be as one. May our ears listen to the silence together. May
3: our ears listen to the silence together.
1: May our glances profoundly penetrate each other.
3: May our glances profoundly penetrate each other.
1: May our lips pray together. May May
5: our our lips lips pray pray together together. to
1: gain mercy from the Eternal Father. To gain Gain mercy from from the Eternal Eternal Father. Father. Amen. 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 God save Atlanta. God save this country. God save the world through Mary's intercession.
0: Amen. 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 Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Heaven's Light on your Atlanta Catholic radio station, AM 1160, The Quest.